Welcome to Project Chatter, the podcast where PPM experts from various sectors talk about the latest trends. Listen to Val and Dale as they talk about tried and tested best practices and share their unfiltered thoughts about the industry. Whether you're here to learn how to progress your career, improve your project control skills, or just want to hear an Aussie and South African rant about projects, then you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Project Chatter podcast with your hosts, Dale Fung and Val Matthews. Hey everyone, this episode is brought to you by JustDo.com. JustDo is a great business and project management tool we've been using here at Project Chatter. I agree, Val. I like to keep things simple and JustDo is perfect for that. But I do know it's got a lot of powerful functionality as well. And one of my favorites is the task-specific chat. Absolutely. And for all you slackers, don't wait for Monday. Check out JustDo.com. Now on with the pod. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Project Chatter Podcast. I'm Val Matthews, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Dale Fung. Hello, folks. Well, this is it, guys. This is it. Season one wrap up, and uh, I'm really excited to talk about the last 24 or so episodes um, and what amazing season it's been. Um, we're going to look back and share the highlights, maybe the lowlights, um, and everything in between uh, with you. Yeah, that's right. It's it's uh, quite a journey we've been on so far, Val. Um, there definitely have been lows, um, but more, more definitely more highs than lows. And the lows aren't uh, negative lows. I guess the lows were just us learning in terms of sound quality, the bloopers, uh, technical hitches, um, and things like that. Um, but yeah, in terms of this journey, it's, it's been one massive, massive highlight. So to give a quick flavor of, of I guess, uh, what we'll, we'll cover just in, in, in this wrap-up, it's reminding everyone and ourselves, first and foremost, uh, about our why, uh, why we did this. Um, and then we'll chat a little bit about the journey and, and what we've learned um, and what we can share with the guests as well. Um, sorry, not the guests, the listeners. Uh, and then we'll perhaps touch on some of the episodes uh, and share some of our highlights that listeners can go and, and potentially look, listen back to if they haven't listened to it yet. Um, and then maybe we'll delve a little bit into the future and talk about season two and uh, what, what we've got lined up there. How does that sound? Well, it sounds good to me. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. So who wants to kick this off? Well, I mean, it doesn't matter. We co-host. We can both kick it off at the same time, but let's not try and talk over each other. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> so let's start with our why, um, just to remind ourselves. I mean, you know, we've, we've got uh, episode zero out there, which is all about our why, and people can go listen to that. But again, just to remind myself, um, my why is to pay it forward, um, you know, to repeat what we've already said. Um, we we know that there's a, a bit of a gap or we think there's a bit of a gap um, between those that really know and are really experienced in controls, PMO and project management and um, sort of the next generation. We want to bridge that gap and we want to share best practice and, and just um, pay it forward end of the day. Uh, is that the same for you? Yeah. So it's very similar. I mean, I, I say we, I want to, <clears throat> I, I read a lot of books and my view is, um, you know, to be, I guess, happy, you, you need to be contributing, you need to have meaning and purpose. And I think a lot of people out there, um, you know, especially in COVID situation, they're not sure whether they're in the right field or maybe they just want to develop their skills. Um, and as you said, you know, the, the community is vast now. Project Controls is growing, but, you know, there's not too many places you can go. You can talk about it. You can hear freely opinions of leaders and, and industry experts. And I think that's what we offer. And I, hopefully it's of value to the listeners. Yeah. And I, I think it is of value. Well, certainly based on the feedback we're getting, which is great. And that's inspired us to continue going. Um, you know, I mean, without the positive feedback, we probably would have stopped at uh, episode five or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. probably. <laughs> but for also the benefits us, I mean, there's a, there's an element of benefit for us that we get to learn from all of these people that we speak to. And we wouldn't have got that without, Without this podcast, so it's 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 a great um, it's a great honor to be able to kind of carry the mantle, carry the torch, and 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 interview some of these people and find out exactly what makes them tick and what best practice looks like and and their experience and their journey as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you know, you you touch on the journey thus far, um, and I think for me certainly, as as we've and we've discussed this, as it's grown in interest. 
and we're getting a lot of engagement and feedback from you know so many people that we've yet to meet um, out there in the profession. Um, you feel the sense of responsibility as well towards the listeners, and that inspires you to keep looking for more inspiration, for more um, information, for more views and perspectives to share with everyone. Um, so, so for me, certainly, that that's been the overriding sort of feeling to, towards the you know what what where we are today. How about you? Yeah, yeah, the same. I mean, I, we come from a place of gratitude, both of us, um, and there's a duty of care that once we got this ball rolling and people are actually listening, uh, that we would continue it as long as as long as they were listening, and as long as we're bringing something of value. Yeah, it's just been a really interesting experiment. And I think I don't think I call it anything else because every every episode is different. Every episode garners a different listenership. Every episode we talk about totally different things. Um, and I'm just looking forward to the future. It looks it looks like it's got, we've got so many different facets of project controls that we can cover. And then you know we will talk about season two later. But it's almost like we can go to the next level and maybe even get a little bit deeper, which would be fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, you know, and as you say, we'll, we'll chat a little about uh, next season in a bit. Um, but also just to remind ourselves that, you know, we, we've we've tried to maintain the style um, and hopefully improved in terms of quality. But the style is, you know, we're always trying to aim for raw, informal, but informative. And I think that's coming across. I think um, people appreciate that because um, it, it is being authentic. It's not trying to teach or tutor or speak at people, but rather just have mm. an open, honest conversation around various topics. So um, that, that's, you know, a lot of people are appreciating that as well. So, you know, ho- hopefully that will continue. Um, and from our side, it definitely will. Um, but hopefully people appreciate that going forward as well. Yeah, well, I also appreciate Acknowledge, you know, <laughs> all those interviewers out there Uh, it's not always easy to find the right questions. And I think you talk about growth. One of the things I've noticed since like episode one is, uh, you know, that the quality of our questioning and the timing, uh, the quality of our guests as well as it's, it's all starting to move in a really nice uh, direction. Uh, And what I'm interested in now is, is, well, how do I retain that information? And sometimes you just have to go back and listen to a few of the episodes again. Yeah, absolutely. I I have listened back to a number of them just to remind myself as well and go, actually, yeah, we spoke about that. We said we said that, you know, I surprised yeah, myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, you get on the episode, you're like, oh, we spoke to someone about that. Who was that now? Was it was it Michael? Was it Holly? You know, we don't we don't know now. It's it's uh yeah, you gotta go back and listen to them again. Um and at some point we should make that available, the uh the information in text form. Yeah, absolutely. As we look to improve, um, we'll definitely be adding, um, you know, anything that can help listeners out there retrieve information easier. Um, number one, as you say, Val, it helps us to retrieve information easier. Um, but number two, it'll be great for listeners to also go and, and um, easily find what they're looking for. But we're talking about episodes. Let's uh, take a bit of a, uh, a time hop back in the time machine to our very first one. Uh, season one, episode one, the attitude toward PMO is, was the first mm. one. Let's talk about the first three. Uh, so the, the first episode was the attitude toward PMO. The second episode was talking about PMO. So why podcast and what PMO is about. And the third one was why resource or cost load schedules. And I think this was where we were really just sort of cutting our teeth. We weren't sure what the show was even going to be called. Um, We had really dodgy microphones. Uh, We were recording in our cars at times. Um, And we're just jabbering on. Um, What do you remember about those times? Yeah, that's what I remember. I remember having a big cup of coffee going out to the car and, uh, you know, I didn't want to wake up anyone in the house. We didn't. We had not set the house up properly for podcasting, so wherever I went, I was gonna. I was bound to wake up the kids or something. So I went in the car, and then I just had my my AirPods on, and then yeah, we just thought we'd have a crack. Um, yeah. And I had the wind. I had the lights real low. I don't want to see myself. I don't want to hear myself. Um, <laughs> but I but I enjoyed the conversation, and we just went on and on. And I think the other thing was trying to get out what's in my head about what I think about PMOs and, and what we think was important. I think that was good to just vent some of those topics out 
and get a bit of a a run and and also get a bit of a get a bit of a, a bit of chemistry with you as well as in terms of how we bounce off each other because I think over time we, we probably haven't noticed as much but we 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 started to pick up each other this kind of mannerisms and styles and the form of questioning and it's made it very easy now but at the start I think there was a lot of just talking back and forth like you do on a phone call but we've maintained that style too which I really like like the, the style has stayed the same we haven't changed the way we talk about things uh, we've probably just got better microphones and a bit more space but that's about it but I really really enjoyed those first couple of episodes yeah I agree with you um, kind of just looking back and we were really stumped we're like what do we actually talk about on this we know we want to share but what mm. do we share what do people want to hear we were really sort of flying blind so we just as you said, we just what well we felt just jabbered on about random things, um, but yeah, I mean the attitude toward PMO, um, uh, you know, people found that one quite interesting uh, based on on downloads. Um, talking about PMO, why podcasting and what PMO is all about was a bit of a continuation, I guess, on episode one, but also a little bit around um, why we started the podcast. Um, um, that was sort of us, I think, just just exploring a little bit. And then I think we really found our group by the third episode where we spoke about resourcing or cost-loading schedules. Now, we've always said between you and I, we might not be the experts, but what we are willing to do is put ourselves out there and share our views and what why we think uh, certain techniques, uh, views, topics, opinions um, are important. And I think this is... Episode three is the first time we really put ourselves out there to talk about something quite specific, um, and that was resource and, and cost-loading schedules. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought that was important because at the time, I think I was doing something with a client, and so it was just topical for me to talk about it, almost like therapy. But yeah. the fact that some believe that it's not necessary, and perhaps it is on smaller projects, but when you get to mega projects, I, I, I really find it difficult to understand how you don't, uh, link your costs and your and your resource profiles together. So I, I kind of went to town on that one. <laughs> no, absolutely. And we're still seeing it today. So maybe someone <laughs> out there can tell us how to do uh, cost and um, scheduling without it being linked. Um, but yeah, anyway, maybe with great difficulty. So crack on to episode four, Val Matthews, A Career Journey. I think this one we kind of went, well, maybe the listeners want to know a little bit about us. <laughs> We did. We said, uh, let's let's open the can on ourselves and just kind of unwrap the, the career path. I think it gave a premise for the fact that you don't need to come from or you don't come from project controls to be in project controls. You don't, you don't start off in university and say, I can't wait to do project controls. It's, it's just not a vocation that you can apply for. And, and then we were talking, I think before we even got on the pod, we were talking about like you, people fall into project controls and how do you get into it? And we found that we, we ask this question now on a regular basis. It's like, give mm. us, give us your, uh, your journey or what is, what is, uh, Michael call it? Uh, origin your origin, story. Your, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's the origin story. So, uh, maybe, maybe I'll change the title on that, um, <laughs> but it, but uh, it, it's good. I think it's, it's great to know or let people know that this is how you fell into the role and hopefully they got a lot out of it. Yeah. I mean, just quickly, I mean, what was it like being in the hot seat? Uh, I think it was a little bit confronting, but not too much. I mean, I've, I've shared segments of that story with teammates before. I try not to think about where that's going and it's going to be on the internet for the rest of the world for the, forever, uh, too much, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but everything else is really interesting. And, uh, and it's confirmation for me that I'm doing the right thing. I'm in the right spot and I'm, I'm, I'm living my passion. Surprisingly, I, I like project controls that much that I don't think I don't see myself doing anything else. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Which leads us on to the next one, which you gave a bit of a bonus episode. You gave a, a monologue on uh, what is project controls. Yeah. Well, as I said, this is a bit of a venting and a, a therapy session. So a few of them are around definitions. And I think, you know, it's important that we, we try and cover off, uh, a, a benchmark or a baseline definition for a lot of the terms we use uh, and oh, baseline being one of them, right? So we need common ground in order for us to communicate. And a lot of the times PMO and, and all these other uh, project management terms 
get bastardized and and redefined when they don't need to be necessarily. And so I just thought I'd spend a couple of minutes on what what, what Project Controls was, and I found a really good article, so I was just reading through that, and and it kind of just made sense to me. Yeah, no, I think um, those that don't know what Project Controls is would really appreciate that. Um, But I think a vast majority of our listeners do know, which is fantastic, um, because those are the ones that will really engage with with this discussion. But moving on to episode six, our first guests, uh, and, you know, we didn't hold back. We said, right, come and be guests on the Project Chatter podcast, Rob and Chulu. And by the way, here's some beers. Um, <laughs> do you remember that one or not really? Because uh, I think I you guys were yeah, yeah. six beers deep <laughs> before I joined you to, to hit record. And, but we got some really good conversation out of that. I, I don't think we needed the truth serum, um, but Rob and Shuli were fantastic talking about their time on uh, Heathrow and um, Crossrail. Um, yeah, they're great. Yeah, they're really good. And, um, you know, Rob being a South African like myself, we weren't going to hold back, you know, on uh, where he thinks uh, things can improve on projects. And then Chulu kind of came, you know, the, the Brit that he is kind of came across a bit more measured um, in his approach. So it was a good contrasting style, but it was a, a good laugh as well. Yeah, they're great guys, even sober, just FYI. Um, <laughs> But the, the 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 interesting thing was the projects we discussed were really were topical. You know, one was Heathrow. We talked about Heathrow a lot, uh, and the other one was Crossrail. Obviously, big projects in those two areas, and, and obviously they're they're well known as well. So we got into all sorts from contract structuring to project performance to back to commercial. You know, we so Chula was was taking a commercial kind of perspective, and uh, Rob, who's from South Africa, who was, he was taking that project controls perspective. Um, and it was good banter. I, I really, I'm really disappointed with the sound on that one. But other than that, I think it's a really good episode. Yeah, the content was great. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So then, okay, so we decided, all right, we'll we'll do something on just the two of us again, and uh, we did a two part uh, episode. Um, on career progression in, within the PMO. We felt we had enough experience between the two of us to talk about, you know, your brand, how to build that, um, the different stages of your career, whether you're entering into controls or PMO versus if you're middle management or if you're looking mm. then potentially for your exec level. Um, and we spoke around a few different things. We spoke about technical skill, behaviors, leadership qualities, um, and yeah, and, and we, we, we spoke so much or so long about this uh, in depth because it's something we're both passionate about that we had to split it into two episodes. And um, that's one of our um, highest downloaded uh, episodes um, to date. So, so that's really, I guess, pats on mm-hmm. the back to ourselves, which is, which is fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's hard to get that inside understanding of career progression because – almost every company I've gone to, they've said, we've got a career progression plan and this is what it looks like. But in the reality, that's just really vanilla sheets that don't really apply to individuals. They apply to roles. And unfortunately, a lot of the time, they're considered priority two, not priority one. Yet, it's, it's kind of, I don't know, it's, it's counterproductive and it's almost an oxymoron that you don't educate your people and then you know the project becomes difficult. Yet, Education is the key to a lot of the problems that we have. So, you know, you and I got stuck into that. Mm. And I think we could have done a part three if we're being honest, you know. Uh, but later in the episode, we speak to a recruitment consultant. So it'd be great to probably maybe package these into themes at some point and, and share them with, with people uh, because, because the career progression is such an individual journey. It's not something that someone can dictate for you. Yeah. So you really, like you said before, you really got to find your why. I'm not saying project controls is forever, and I'm not saying it's for everybody. It it's something, you know, your project management. It you've got to sit back and say, right, what do I want out of this job? What do I like doing? What do I not like doing? Kind of do a bit of a way up and say, right, let's try this. Um, if you don't like uh, difficult conversations, if you don't like uh, late nights, if you don't like <laughs> uh, reporting and analytics, uh, if you don't like building relationships, if you don't like influencing and presenting, then, you know, this PM project management stream 
in, in its entirety is probably not for you. Um, but but yeah, tell me tell me a place where you find that out. I mean, it's trial and error, isn't it? Yeah, I'd agree with that. You got to you got to try things out, and you know, uh, if you don't try, you don't know. So uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'd encourage everyone to try things out at least twice. <laughs> at least, at least, at least, at least. Okay, so then jumping on to episode nine, this was, um, I guess, my my uh, take on a bonus episode, and mm. I, I think it kind of just uh, started off by me just sort of testing out my microphone setup to see if it would work and. Uh, you know, I kind of recorded it and sent it to you and we decided, well, let's chuck it on there and see if, uh, you know, if people want to listen to it or not. And, um, you know, the, the one thing I want to add that I forgot to mention back then was that I predict there's going to be a, this massive global pandemic. So I don't know if we can cut it back in and just add it in there. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. If it makes sense to you, mate. Yeah. <laughs> see you guys. Right. I told you guys. I... Uh, I think it's this is when you this is the this is when you went pro, right? This is when you got all the gear and yeah. This this is the switch so. to like, you know, interesting hobby in the car to talking to the wife about some extra space in the house to set up your little corner podcast shop. And and that's a real defining moment, I think, from like from episode ten when Dow buys a microphone. That's when we started to get really into it. Turning point. <laughs> turning point. Turning point of the uh, podcast origin story. Yeah. Amazing. Talking about origin stories, moving on to episode 10 was when you decided it's my turn to be in the hot seat. And uh, I, you know, you never know what themes are going to come out of when you talk about yourself. But the theme that came out overridingly was that I debate a lot. Am I, you know, am I that confrontational when I talk to people? I like it. Uh, but no, you're more like the uh, the devil's advocate, or as I said, you do this third perspective thing, which bothers a lot of people, but gives inside, gives outside in kind of views, and it's really important to have people like that on the team. So I thought it was really good. I'm not sure what everyone else thinks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I certainly know working with you, there were some people on the team that were probably frustrated, but with both of us, because nothing would get done immediately. It was more of a yeah, we're not really sure. Let's 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 map this out. Let's map this out, and then we we debate for an hour or two. You know, <laughs> is it the old thing that you know, um, failing to plan is planning to fail. So you know, it's good to have Absolutely. a discussion around things. <laughs> it's such an undervalued skill to allow someone to think. We almost feel like we have to respond or react to everything immediately. You know, and maybe that's a a, a sign of the times is that everything's instant. And so the culture is we want it now, 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 now. It's like if we spent a proper week planning this properly with all the right stakeholders and blah, 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 we'd probably have a better outcome, mm. one that we could actually stand by or a better baseline or a better conversation or a better team or better be better educated if we just stopped and educated ourselves. So, it's uh, yeah, I thought it was a really good uh, piece. And, and, again, people want to know, about you, Dale, and your journey, which is completely different. Well, different, but it's, yeah, it's a, it's a different entry point. You came in from the kind of the finance route, you know, and uh, and I came in from the, the defense route. So these are two streams that still ended up in project controls and it just gives diversity to how you can find your way in and, and what interesting things you can do with these skill sets. You can go kind of anywhere, can't you? Absolutely. And, um, you know, I think... In episode 24, we discussed with um, Chirag about, you know, just trying to inspire the, the next generation. You can come from anywhere. We'll take you. Um, as long as you've got a positive attitude, open mind, um, you know, um, we, we're willing to take you. But moving on, um, we I think we had a bit of a gap um, because a whole bunch of things happened. We both got busy and coronavirus hit. And, mm. you know, we kind of decided, hang on, yeah especially during these times, we need to give people something that they could look forward to every week because more and more people are probably online. And um, this is where we felt that we could tap into our network uh, and line a whole bunch of amazing guests up um, to share their insights and views. And and that's really when it um, sort of uh, uh, sprung into life as such. Um, 
So episode 11, we, we briefly spoke about COVID-19 project communication tools. I think everyone knows them by now. We don't have to go back into that um, mm. because it's out there. But this was kind of the start of COVID. And um, we thought, let's just share what we know so people can kind of use them if they don't know about them. But uh, episode 12 with uh, Tim Rudman, CEO uh, of a, you know, in, in the fintech industry, um, what an amazing guest, um, good friend of mine from back in university days, but mm. wow, hugely successful um, man in his own right. Um, and I gained a lot of insight into projects in the fintech industry. I don't know about you. Yeah, it was interesting. I mean, this was our first real kind of us and interview type setup and we had all the tools and we flipped it. We, we just moved to weekly interviews and Tim was great because he was talking about an area which we didn't know much about. Like I understand fintech, but also he works in the startup space, which is completely different. And mm. um, so, you, you know, he was the CEO, but he wore like many different hats, uh, as he said. Uh, so it was, it, was a, it was a great challenging conversation and he, he brought a lot of content uh, to the pod, which was really interesting. Yeah, absolutely. And then we got, got to episode 13 with Al Simonite. Um, what an amazing leader. What amazing perspective um, that he's got mm. on, on behaviors and organizational leadership. Um, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed chatting to Al. Yeah, I've got a lot of time for Al. He's, he's someone you can sit down with um, and probably have one too many gin and tonics and <laughs> talk about all sorts of things. But because they're such a a common conversation like leadership and culture and he's so passionate about it. It, it comes across and, and Al certainly talks about it quite well in this pod. Um, it was a really well polished podcast. I think we, he, he did a really good job of explaining what his company does, but also what, what's important about leadership and, and uh, even threw in a few quotes, I think, or you did as well. Uh, so it was really good to, to hear that and, and catch up with him because we know Al from, from previous jobs and, and he's such such a great person uh, that you would want to work for him again. Yeah, uh, he's yeah. one of those guys that that people will just follow, and he'll lead. He's just a really inspiring uh, leader, and, and I, I find that very rare. Uh, Absolutely, the one the the thing that stood out for me uh, in in that discussion was um, how how many amazing leaders we get from uh, the armed forces, ex armed forces. Mm. Um, yeah, Al himself being ex-Dom Forces. Um, yeah, so, right. yeah, if you want to listen back, guys, go listen back to, to that one on leadership with Al. Uh, but moving on to episode 14, uh, we got all geeky with Paul, Paul Mangtelo on risk management. That was amazing. I couldn't, I couldn't help myself, I think, <laughs> because he had the answers. And this is when we realized interviews could be really beneficial to us, when we could ask really deep questions. And we mentioned this concept, the rabbit hole, which, which I think kind of started here. Mm. <laughs> so we would go in and out and we were talking about statisticals and uh, um, quantitative analysis of risk. And whilst that's important, I think it was important also to just talk about risk in general. And there was so much content. I mean, Paul just had so much information in his head. He was just spinning oh, he's it amazing. It was great. Yeah. It was great. It was great to hear his passion for it. I think that, that's what came across the most to me was his passion for risk. And it's not every day you hear someone who's passionate about risk, let's be honest. No, you, not every day. But also you talk about people coming from all different backgrounds. Here mm. is not um, many different people come from, from many different backgrounds. This is one guy with many different backgrounds. I think he was an ice sculptor, a bouncer, a doorman, a teacher in the Far East. So have a listen back. We had a good laugh with him as well in that one. Um, yeah. yeah, it was great. But then we moved on to episode 15 and we had our first Guinness world record holder in Mr. Andy Morgan and also our first Welshman um, on the show. Uh, that was a good laugh as well. Yeah. Yeah. Andy was good. He was really good. He was, uh, he talked about so many topics. I had, a, I struggled to find a title that would cover everything we talked about. Um, but you, you could definitely, I mean, you take the last three people we just talked about, we could definitely do another round. Mm. of conversations with them there was just so much content uh and it, i found it difficult and as long as you do to, to try and keep it within an hour yes <laughs> it, absolutely it, it was almost impossible to wrap these up um but andy got to get going on and on um and and again he touched on leadership which i think is a really good quality that 
doesn't get talked about a lot in PMO project management um, and certainly um, having some resources as well, where to go, what do you do, how do you do it. Um, yeah, he was, he was great. Uh, so he even left um, some some resources. Uh, I think he was talking about the the engineering V V V life cycle. Yeah, he did. Which, which is interesting because it it doesn't always feed into agile or waterfall type projects quite well. Um, it's just a different methodology, but but it's useful to understand. Yeah, and the thing that stuck out most for me was his um, sharing of marginal gains. You know, it's not mm-hmm. about doing you know everything a hundred times better. It's about doing maybe 100 things 1% better, something to that effect. Um, I mean, Andy was far more, um, you know, uh, put in a far more better way than I could. I'm South African, so I can't even talk sometimes. Um, I don't know how. I'm Australian. I don't even know how words come out of my mouth, mate. Exactly. So between the two of us, we kind of make up one, potentially one Englishman. I don't know. <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> I'd never say that, mate. I'd no, never say that. probably not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then we went on to episode 16 with Holly Patterson, Women in Engineering. Wow, what a story there. Um, you know, Holly brings a whole plethora of, you know, people in, in, in a space. Um, you know, she's, she's a leader. She's in engineering. She's in defense. So a lot of the, her, her work experience we couldn't talk about technically. But she could talk about being a woman in engineering and in the defense sector and how at times when you stop to think about it, it was quite lonely, but she actually enjoyed the challenge um, and the differences between, you know, her time in the UK and the US um, was t- particularly um, interesting as well because I think we've got a little bit of a way to go in the UK, but in the US she found a lot more uh, women in engineering, which was fantastic. And we spoke about how to inspire more women in engineering as well, which was really great. And she gave some really good um sources um as well yeah she did uh i I thought it was great that she said um all her whole family are engineers and i said what what was the dinner talk like and she says you don't want to know (laughs) it's it's quite interesting but she did mention some really good uh websites for women in engineering the women's engineering society uh uk, um and she was encouraging inclusion and inclusivity and opportunity for women and I think that's important. And I, she was our first female uh, pod, podcaster. Is that what they call Podster? Yes, is that the word? podster. I don't know. I'm not down with the hipster language. I'm not down with the language. But she was great. She was a great guest. And uh, we'd certainly like to have her back uh, to talk more. Obviously, as you said, being in defense is probably a little bit difficult to talk about the specific projects. But in terms of engineering methodology or anything else, um, we, we could definitely get it back. Absolutely, absolutely. And then uh, we got another bonus episode. This was a really an amazing opportunity um, for you to speak to the AIPM on disrupting PMO with uh, uh, data science. Um, and what was this off the back of our podcasts? Um, sort of. No, sort of not. Um, I guess AIPM and I have been uh, affiliated for a while and there's a number of presentations they do. I just I just put my hat in for something that was uh, challenging. Uh, I was I was actually picked up. I was doing a Q and A at another the uh, PMO Leadership Summit, which was another event in Melbourne. And the I think the Victorian the head of the Victorian chapter was was in the was in the audience, and I actually happened to be on a Q and A with two other really really nice gents. Um, but I was the only one that was talking about data science. So I, I actually asked a question to the crowd and said, who here has hired a data scientist and put your hands up and no one put their hands up. Oh, if I was there, I'd put my hand up. Yeah, I know you would. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, this is, this is problematic because you are far behind where you should be. If you think data isn't important, just have a look around you. Um, you know, data is everything. And uh, and then that, and then we started this disrupting, which is great because then you know obviously I talk about all the various. I won't spoil it, but there's a whole bunch in there. Um, it's quite scripted because I was my first uh, webinar and I was reading off my my notes and my presentation. But uh, maybe I'll I'll attach it somewhere on our website so people can download it. I think it makes the presentation a lot more fluid. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, we previously discussed it. Well, we certainly think that we sound far better when we're just freestyling um, than you know 
trying to talk yeah. too too structured. Um, but talking about That's freestyling, insane. talking about freestyling, Professor Marco Fresenda, what a character. What an amazing guy, huh? <laughs> Even saying his name makes me smile. Uh, he's, just, he's just a pleasant guy with a lot of energy and the way he explains things is very simple. And he's got, a, you know, that international experience that he adds uh, so much uh, insight and his views on planning were, were really interesting. I, I found a, I found that these later episodes were starting to get a bit more traction and feedback as well. And mm. so I think Marco's was one of the most widely shared across social media. So it, there was definitely an interest in planning and, and Marco's style that, that seemed to resonate with, le- uh, with listeners. Yeah, absolutely. So Marco, what is your definition of a planner? A project manager that looks after time that will stick with me forever. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. did well there. That was a really good one. I forgot about that. Yeah. So that's episode 18. If anyone wants to go back and listen to that one and then episode 19, uh, Caroline Patterson. Um, we, we've been trying to get Caroline for a while and she's been extremely busy, but she has such a brilliant, um, view on things. And my favorite, moments uh with her discussion was when she called you out a, a few times uh particularly around um i think i think you kind of mentioned uh or you put on the table well shouldn't it be part of pmo and she was like no 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 uh, so that was great and yeah. i think for that alone i think people should go back and listen to caroline's <laughs> <laughs> i like debating with caroline we, we always have uh, i've known caroline for a very long time um in and out of various jobs uh but but we always seem to gravitate around uh this topic of pmo and how passionate we are and she talks about the balance as well being a being a mother and trying to be a woman at, and quite a senior as well she you know she was at executive level and that's a really it's a really tough job um and she found it really difficult to have to take time off and then get back into work um once once her once her child was was old enough and i think that that goes to show that she had a really supportive partner as well uh, who we who we also interviewed uh <laughs> later uh, but but, but I think Carolyn, she's got such strength and such tenacity and she's just a great uh, all-rounder in terms of project management PMO. And you can bounce ideas off her. I love the democratic style that Carolyn brings. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, I thought about it. She's not a great woman leader. She's a great leader, you know, regardless. Well, I think we should. That's a good point. I think we should stop doing that. I, mean, I know I get why we do it, but I my perspective is, you know, you're a good person, you're a good leader, you're a good manager, you're a good friend. Like, I don't think we need to put gender in front of it. I, honestly, you know, we, we do say it because we, we want to highlight the fact that there's women doing certain things and they're doing good things. Mm. But I think it's just, it's just, it doesn't need to be there. You know, there's profiling. Yes, absolutely. Mm. But that moves us on uh, to episode 20 and 21 um, with Michael Lepage and Paul Gurge. And, um, you know, you talk about honor and privilege doing this and talking to guests and learning. And wow, did we learn a lot from those two? I mean, let's start with Michael. I mean, just while he has helped so many people all over the world through Plan Academy um, with planning um, and what an amazing guy. Yeah, I think we forged a bit of a Canadian friendship there once uh, once we went through this podcast with him. Uh, and this was his first podcast he'd ever done. And it was our first podcast that was out, was our first podcast, yeah, that was outside our network mm. that we had invited to the show. And so, you know, we didn't really know him before the, before the show, but we got to know him and, you know, I think we'll be in contact for, for many, many years. And he's just a really laid back kind of guy and it's really great to hear his origin story about how he started out and on youtube and 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 the way he went around it and i know people that i spoke to that said oh yeah i know plan academy I, when i got stuck with p6 you know I, that's where i'd go that was mm-hmm. my go-to place because you know training and the the as i said before business education isn't isn't really there so you got to go search the net and look for it and and michael's website's been one of those kind of cornerstones of P6 uh, education, which has been fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And Mr. Paul Gurge, wow, what a, what a great chat as well. I mean, you know, um, I think we both got a lesson in vocabulary, that, that episode. <laughs> <laughs> I just like Paul's informality, but his, his, his ability to dance around analogies and his language and 
the way he curates uh, his story was 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 great. It was great to listen to, and I think we could have gone a lot longer with with Paul. And Paul yeah. brings a lot of interesting ideas and concepts together as well. And uh, I'd I'd love to do another session with Paul on it. Could be literally anything. I think, and it, he would do just fine. <laughs> no, absolutely. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I don't think that, as you say, there's any of our guests that um, we we we. They, they, there's not more that we can talk to them about. You know, we, we, we could have just spoken to all of our guests on and on and on. And Paul's definitely up there um, with, with the best of them. So much experience, so much knowledge. Um, and yeah, as you say, love to have him back. And then we decided to uh, return to a beers with format with our good old friends, Martin Carriston and, and Craig Patterson on, on episode 22. And that was uh, great for me just to reminisce a bit um, about the good old days as we put it, but it, they were good. And um, we realized, um, you know, when you do have a, a, a good um, team, a high performing team, I know that's sometimes not, not, not um, uh, sort of accepted that, you know, high performance or high performing teams are, are a thing, but um, we did have, I think quite a high performing team. We had a highly pressurized uh, project environment um, and we reminisced a bit, but, mainly to share the lessons learned on on that project and that environment um, with the listeners out there. Um, but it was good just to hear also how um, Martin has grown because um, we all started, you know, kind of when he started off his career with him as well. And, and it's amazing to, to see to see where he is in his career. And also with Craig having taken uh, his, his experiences back to Australia. Yeah, well, what, can, what can you say? They're, they're great guys, and they they have a lot of knowledge built up in them. So it, it's great to hear from their different perspectives. Obviously, very heavily in rail industry, and and talking about the difficulties of of uh, hard leaders or hard hard managers, and and um, we talked about micromanagement, which was interesting because we, we certainly didn't set out to do that. Uh, it mm. just came up, and and what do you do about micromanagement? And I thought Craig had some really good advice on that. And then Martin, well, Martin's Martin. So, you know, you could talk about Martin about anything. Um, but it was good to hear his story, his background, which I probably didn't know much of. Because mm. for me, Martin's relationship, it was like down to the minutes and it was generally um, high pressure or beers. And that was that was the breadth <laughs> of, our, <laughs> of the time we had together. But it was really, I, I really appreciated hearing his, his, uh, his origin story too. Yeah, and you know they both got amazing um, reviews and feedback from people out there on the episode, so that that's really pleasing to hear. Moving on mm. to episode twenty-three with Alberto Sanchez, talk about a guy that's travelled the world, right? Seen it all. Well, exactly, exactly, exactly. I think he brought so many um, different experiences. I, you know, these bios that we read, I know we we just go, wow, you know, there's so much diversity and so much travelling and so many different projects, but. It's good to have these people on because obviously these are the guys that have, have been there and done that. Uh, and, and maybe a later point, we, we might ask people, well, what do you want to know from them and, and garner some even even higher quality questions. But but Alberto was great. He, he'd never done it before either, I don't think. So this was his first experience. And, you know, we look after our first timers. So it was great to talk about that and also about AACE uh, as he's the New South Wales Regional Chair. It was good to to explore kind of the institutions and, and which ones he thought were best and, and why. And I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. And I mean, for those listening, if, if you've never thought of going to Uzbekistan as a place, listen to Alberto right. talk about Uzbekistan. Exactly. Of all places. That's what he said. That was his favorite. So that was a shocker. Yeah. But uh, you don't know, do you? You just don't so, know. Yeah, so, very good. We uncover all sorts of nuggets on this, on this show. <laughs> mm. And then last but certainly not least, our most recent episode, episode 24 with Chirag Shah, um, mm. I thought was absolutely amazing to talk about the current job market, um, his views on where it's going, um, because as we, you know, you can listen to episode 24, um, but Chirag has uh, just a, a, such a breadth of experience and knowledge. And, you know, he focuses specifically on, on project services, re- recruitment. He's not this generalist. So he knows what he's talking about when it comes to, to the project world. Um, and he talked about, uh, or we, we all discussed CVs, interviews, uh, you know. Um, so I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed uh, and appreciated the time that um, Chirag, uh, you know, spent with us. Yeah, Chirag, 
it gave you a lot of insight on what they look for. So if anyone's looking to, you know, dust up their CV and, and, and actually work out how it should be placed and, and, and the rule of thumb as always is preparation, preparation, preparation. If you are looking to interview, uh, then, then you got to make sure you're ready for it. And I thought he gave really good advice uh, throughout the entire pod. And something we haven't done before is, is talk about recruitment. Um, we've talked about career progression, but then, you know, what do you do? And, and also what the process is for recruitment consulting, because there's a bit of a, there's a bit of a stigma out there that they're, they're not worth using. And a lot of big companies prefer not to where I don't understand it. And I know you had the same sentiments, which is, you know, if they've, they've established a relationship with the pool of resources that you're looking for, why would you not tap into that? It makes no sense to me not to. So I thought Chirago did a really good job and uh, yeah, I really appreciated his time. Yeah, absolutely. So that brings us to this episode where we're wrapping up season one and wow, you know, just discussing season one. I know what an amazing season we've had. I mean, we didn't, as I say, we didn't know if we'd make it past episode five, but here we are closing out a season. Um, are we allowed to, do you think? Can we share what's coming up in season two? Well, I don't know, Dale. Do you think they want to hear it? I don't know. <laughs> should we just keep it a bit massive surprise? Or <laughs> Yes. No, we shouldn't. We should share a little bit just to get them just a little bit interested. I think the first thing we should mention is season two goes straight after season one. There's no break. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, obviously COVID's still happening and, you know, these weekly sessions are just really interesting and I think the more we do, the better we get. And so I think season two will be weekly as well. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. And we've got some amazing um, guests uh, lined up in season two. Um, we're going to get quite specific, specific, sorry, I can't even talk anymore, uh, specific around data, data science. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the DNA of strategy execution within PMO. I'm not going to give away all of our guests' names. You can go to our website if you want to see our guests line up. <laughs> Just giving you the themes. We're going to talk about, um, and this one I don't know too much about, but maybe you can talk about the NBN Co. team. Yeah, so anyone in Australia would know um, that we had really, really crappy internet, Dale, for a long time. Um, so the government decided to set out and uh, reclaim some of the old redundant copper and replace it with optic fiber. And they call it the National Broadband Network. Uh, which was a huge national program uh, I had the pleasure of working on with a really interesting bunch of guys and we were charged with kind of the PMO of the delivery side. Well, so, yeah, that'll be really interesting. So look forward to that one. I think it'll be the first one where we have uh, four guests at once. So that'll be an interesting one for us to to try and structure, although we don't like to structure things. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got um, episodes lined up on software as a service, NEC contracts. So NEC is pretty big in the UK, but it's expanding globally as well. So we've got an expert in NEC. Uh, we've also got some uh, an exciting um, episode lined up with our season one guests on, on a panel. And we haven't quite decided how we're going to do that one yet, whether it's debate style yeah. or get you know, listeners to uh, throw questions in, but we'll, we'll, we'll give you more information when we've uh, sort of worked out the T's and C's around that one. Um, and then we'll talk about task management software um, and then potentially, you know, look for people um, that are involved in the controls expo. We've got all sorts of ideas um, that we want to um, bring to the listeners. Yeah, absolutely. I think more and more we're, we're starting to talk about a few niche areas as well. Um, we wanted to get your feedback, but maybe we'll send out a survey or something to subscribers. But it'd be great to hear back from you on what you think is a good topic. I thought disaster management would be really interesting. Um, a few years back, I, I knew a uh, I knew a project manager who went around and project managed on natural disasters. So he was in Auckland when they had the big uh, earthquakes, and basically, it's like a a really big coordinator role uh, going in there, setting up town services, making sure they got fresh water, getting health supplies on the logistics planning oh that was a really good topic um but also i want to go into some niche fields like quantitative surveying uh or areas that are related to project management but not necessarily understood that well so estimation is one of the pinch points of project management good estimating is so valuable so i wanted to crack that open uh but yeah I, we, we're so fluid with this we, we'd love to go deep we'd love to go high level we'd love to go kind of adjacent 
careers. You know, maybe we can do someone in finance. Maybe we can do someone in procurement. Uh, you let us know. It's your podcast show as well. Yeah. So Val, what's the best way that listeners should contact us and give us feedback? Is it by subscribing? I think so. I think go to our site, projectchatterpodcast.com, uh, check in there, subscribe. Uh, and, and if you want to send us a direct message, uh, just go into the contact form there. Fantastic. Fantastic. So I think that's uh, that's a wrap. It's <laughs> um, a wrap. That is a wrap, and um, we, we're really excited and really thankful um, to everyone that's participated. We're thank, thankful for all the listeners that have provided feedback um, and continue to do that um, and, and spread the good word and, and share share what we're trying to do with the community. As we say, it's free. People can just go out there. You can disagree with us as well. Let us know when you disagree. It's, that's the feedback we want the most probably. Um, mm. But, yeah, Val, any, any final words before we wrap up this pod? I just wanted to, again, demonstrate gratitude and say thanks for everyone and particularly you, Dale. Uh, there's not many people I bounce off with so well, uh, but you and I, we do a really good job, but it's, it's really great having a having a co-host on here and I don't think it would have been nearly as successful without you. So thanks for all your efforts, mate. I really appreciate it. No, and likewise, I mean, you know, I don't often pat you on the back, but um, or publicly at least. <laughs> but no, well done. And yeah, it, it, it's been an amazing journey. And um, yeah, it's glad to have done it with you. Um, so, so thanks for that. And long may it continue. Um, and yeah, and I guess, you know, bouncing off me, maybe I should lose some weight and then you won't bounce off me as well. <laughs> uh, you should get back on the field, mate. No, it's, it's, it's great. It's good to have the banter as well, I think. I think one thing I've, I've I've certainly heard back is that is that a lot of these other podcasts just aren't they're really dry and scripted and they they just don't sound like interesting you know I, I've I listened to them and the, the content's actually quite good but mm. you can't you can't listen to it because it's dry it's like listening to AM radio it yeah it's just monotone there's not a lot of diversity in the, in the yeah. I could go on, but but I think that the important point is that you need to be yourself and hopefully they can hear our authentic selves coming through. Yeah, absolutely. Let's let's hope so. Let's hope so. (laughs) Well, folks, I think that's all we have time for on this episode. Um, I hope you've enjoyed season one as much as we have. Um, Yep. For more information, blogs, previous podcasts, as we always say, check out projectchatterpodcast.com. And that's also, as we said, the best way to communicate with us. If you subscribe and send us feedback, uh, we can get straight back to you. A massive, massive thank you to every single guest that's appeared in season one. Um, thank you for all of your contribution to to this whole, as Val put it, experiment um, and, and just helping the project community at large out there. So thank you to, to everyone out there. Thanks, as always, to Val. And thank you all for listening. Till next time, till season two, (laughs) we say stay safe, be disruptive, and have fun doing it. Bye for now. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to the participating individuals and not necessarily to the individual's employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. Additionally, any views or opinions are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company or individual.